Episode 68 of the Bussing Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Bussing Balls Pod. Email us, bussingballspod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Bussing Balls Podcast. Today's topic, the Bundesliga problem. As Bayern Munich win their 10th consecutive German league title, John and Jeffrey, ponder what, if anything, the rest of the Bundesliga can do to stop De Roten in the next 10 years. John, what's happening, brother? It is currently the 8th of May, and it is the latest that the quadruple has still been on. Are you sure it's really still on, John? I mean, let's be honest here. It's hey, mathematically, while it's still on, I mean, look at it this way: Rangers could still mathematically win the title in Scotland here. Yeah, but they're not. Gonna... Yeah, yeah, bullshit. Because <laughs> yeah, because all right, so yeah, all right. Later, let's dovetail uh, here. Let, 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 let's hijack this for a minute. Celtic basically have won Scotland, pretty much, and Rangers could actually. You know what? I didn't even look at their score today. <laughs> uh, I do believe they won. So, but I mean, it would I... it would it surprise me? No, not in the slightest. So, I'm so I'm so very upset that they actually are in the Europa League final. <laughs> that is just not right. You know, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Ab- absolutely. It, I mean, for all you know, for, for all we have a pro Celtic pro Celtic angle of the podcast. Rangers, for all the fa- you know the fact that they are frankly should should not be in existence really, they are currently a very very well run club, and yeah, yeah. okay, and for a club from Scotland to make it to one of the two major European finals is a hell of a feat. Well, okay, what are you talking? I mean, again, I, I corrected you the last time you said this too because they made it in two thousand eight. If you recall, yes, against yeah, St. Yeah. Petersburg, but anyway, um, forty years. But yeah, you know, what it happened? It, it yeah. happened two thousand three, two thousand and nine, and now twenty twenty. Remember, yeah, Celtic, this is what I mean. Yeah, Celtic yeah, yeah. was in the, the Scottish clubs in general making European yeah. finals. Yeah, that's three three this century. Okay, so okay, so anyway, back to this. Um, so Celtic are. Still six points ahead of Rangers. They have a plus 20 goal difference. Do you really think that Celtic is also 
A, going to lose the last two games, B, that Rangers can score 20 goals in those two games. Yeah. How, did, did you see what happened in Division 2 yesterday? No, I didn't. Joseph, Joseph Barnes, Bristol City. Oh, needed... I did hear about it. It was Bristol Rovers, yeah. actually. I did hear yeah. about this. They needed a five-goal swing on goal difference to go up. Yes, and they did. <laughs> Northampton went 3-0 up early on and ended up winning 3-1 and still didn't go up because Bristol City won 7 Nil. Well, you know, if only Northampton Town could could convince Alan Moore to support them, <laughs> you know. But no, oh, yeah. Alan Moore doesn't care about football. Anyway, so yeah, Celtic are going to win it. So let let let's let's not kid our, ourselves here. However, Liverpool failing to beat Spurs has basically yeah. I don't know, buddy. I don't know about that quadruple. What? They're still going to play away to West Ham and Wolves, which are not easy games. I mean, I, I'm with Klopp. I, I don't particularly say it's happened, but we've just got to keep going here. And I think what you've got to say as well, City's response since we played them and drew to all, you know, played for one for, they've overhauled in, you know, a, what's it, a, a double figure, need nine goal deficit on goals, goal difference. They, they won four, played for one four. 417 against one in five games. You know, that's a hell of a response. Yeah, but, you know, City also whooped Newcastle's ass 5 0 today. So, oh, that's a 17 so, goal. Yeah. So, three points f- plus four on Liverpool right now. In all practicality, is the quadruple still on, John? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we we'll, we'll keep going. How? Well, no one has ever had a mathematical chance this late in the season. We will still be on for the quadruple until at least next Saturday. Okay. So, yeah. So, what, what are the games coming up here? Okay. So, uh, have so you have you're – away, you're away to Villa on, yep. on Tuesday. Yes. As we record this. Hopefully, the show will be up by then. Um, <laughs> City are away to uh, Wolves. Who just beat? Who who just miraculously drew Chelsea? Came from two 0 down at Chelsea. Hell of a result for Wolves. Uh huh. Yeah, that has put Arsenal a mere one point behind Chelsea. Hey, hey, Jeff, Jeff. Yeah. You, you know, you know, it, it, next next Thursday. What what? Which game's next Thursday? Well, that would be the rescheduled North London derby. Okay. Yeah. So if if Arsenal happen to win. This game on next Thursday. What day might it be next Thursday? You know, I, I, this just hit me this morning. Uh, why don't you say it, John? Because uh, it, it would be the day we have not had for how long now? Is it seven or eight years or even it, longer? It's been it, a few minutes. It's been at least since we started this show. Yeah. Uh, possibly, absolutely. probably longer, actually. Probably been good for a while. It would be St. Totteringham's Day. Oh my god. I I told Jeff that he would be too much of a coward to bring this up and god damn it, I was right. And I don't blame him, frankly. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. You know, I, I this scares me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we have so much riding on this right now. And 
Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, oh, Chelsea are away to Leeds, who we beat today 2-1. And City, I believe, thrashed them last week, wasn't it? Was uh, it last yes. week? Yeah. Last, last week or the week before. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Oh, no. It was on uh, April the 30th when that happened. So, wait. That was last week. That was last week. That yeah, was last did, week. Okay. Yeah, we recorded. Yeah. So, yeah. Good grief. Um. Yeah, that that that's that's the top four for you right now in the Premier League. Uh, it is, uh, John. I I am prepared to give an A to Arsenal in our final grades for the Premier League. <laughs> excuse, excuse me, excuse. I, someone bring a, a defibrillator here. I I I'm not believing what I'm hearing. I need some someone to confirm that this is reality. Yeah, this believe it or not, my guy. <laughs> I, I am prepared to give them a, 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 a an A with flying colors because holy crap. But I mean, again, I mean, last episode, I, I believe when we talked last episode, didn't they, they were just having their three game skid, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They were right on the end of that three game skid. And then they, is it, they won all the, everything since I, 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 I believe. They beat Chelsea away. Yeah. Um, United at home. West Ham away. Yep. They we just beat Leeds. So yeah, four on the four on the bank. So yeah, they have. Oh my brilliant. God. Oh man. So yeah, e- even a point I think puts you in absolutely pole position then because with two games left. Even a point, yeah, and, and we had this buffer now where it. it it's amazing the the North London derby is not an absolute must win now. No, two weeks ago uh, it was, and I mean this. For all Spurs deserve credit for executing a defensive game plan to, frankly, near perfection against us. It's still only a point when they needed a lot more. They needed three points of that. Yeah, but and so did you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not denying that. So they did really nicely. God damn it. They, yeah, that, that was probably the best defense I've had against us. But I don't know if it's just Liverpool being mentally, physically tired that, you know, we didn't quite have that final ball in the final, th- in the final third there. Well, I mean, it has to be said that, I mean, you, when you fell 2 0 in the first half at Villarreal, I mean, the, 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 the cracks were showing, buddy. <laughs> the cracks but the, were that was, Oh, that, that first half against Villarreal. I've, I've seen pretty much all of Liverpool's football this season, and that was the single worst half we have played. I mean, the Leicester game wasn't great, but that was embarrassing. You know, it's, it's like I said, um, the Klopp asked, I think it's Peter Kravitz, the, the you know the video review guy, to have a look for some, to have a look for a passage of play which shows them what they wanted to be doing. So even just one thing, Kravitz came back and went, "There is nothing in, in that entire first half." Villarreal was superb and executed their game plan brilliantly. But then, but then your Champions League finalists put the world to rights. We, as, as a metaphor for the season, Louis Diaz, Louis Diaz comes on at the halfway mark and just flips the game on its head. Glorious. That, that, that was a, an inspired substitution, it has to be said. Oh. I I cannot tell you how much I love watching this guy. He is his footwork, his balance. Oh my god! When he has his shooting boots on, he would be like Luis Suarez without the controversy. 
it is incredible. So he, he could be not good. I, yeah, Liverpool made an amazing comeback. It, it will be. It, I mean, it, that was brilliant. That that was yeah. absolutely brilliant comeback. So did Real Madrid against oh my. Manchester I, I was City. I that lost game. my goddamn mind watching that game. Oh, you'll be both because that Man City pretty much played that away leg almost to perfection. You know, they they, they controlled it. I, I don't think Real Madrid had a shot on target until the 90th minute. And you know, if if you're there two goals ahead, they're thinking they're through the pile. You know, as, as I've said elsewhere. Man United have that night in Barcelona. City now have that night in Madrid with, with those injury time goals. Once it again, won. once again, Manchester City cannot win the Champions League. Oh yeah, Real Madrid this season. You know they are like a serial killer in an in an eighties horror film. You know you get to the last reel, you think you've knocked them down. Back they come with a knife, coming in blood, and they're coming for you, baby. Particularly if you are. A petrochemical club, because you look. <laughs> <who they're keeping. laughs> yeah, PSG, bye bye. Chelsea, bye bye. City, bye bye. The old aristocracy does not like new money. It, it's just, yeah. I mean, what, what more? What more can you say? Yeah, at that and, point. And I, I'm gonna say. Even if Liverpool did win the quadruple, you know, win the European, and, we, and even if we send these Rashford in the final, Kareem Benzema has had a season for the ages in this one, and, 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 and he is so on to tie and or break Cristiano Ronaldo's record for single season Champions League goals. Yeah, absolutely. In a knockout, he is. I think what this shows you is that Benzema has. Despite some dubious instances in the past, he has been underrated for the way he did the donkey work for Ronaldo for a long, long time. And now he's coming to his own. You know, maybe he's finally getting the, the plaudits he deserves here. Well, speaking of plaudits, we do need to give Real Madrid their plaudits because they did win La Liga. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti. Has done yeah. it on five continents. I mean, you can say, yeah, he's had nice situations to go into in each, well, not continents, five, the five major European leagues. Oh yeah, right. What did yeah. I say? I said continents, didn't I? Yeah. I meant countries, but yes. Yeah. He, I mean, he's had nice, nice clubs to go into, but it, it's still a remarkable feat that you know Mourinho would would not come close to you know how many how many how many managers even go to you know, five different leagues? Not many, not right? many. So yeah, it's it, it is one of those remarkable feats, and he is. I, I think if he wins this next the Champions League against us, he goes ahead of the great Bob Paisley as the manager with the most Champions League wins on his own. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I oh, mean, right, right now, as we speak, Real are down 1-0 in a very meaningless uh, Madrid derby uh, as, uh, as Atletico had a penalty uh, from had a penalty from uh, Yannick Carrasco uh, to, to put them ahead. But, yeah, th- this game is completely meaningless. Yeah, but basically the next three weeks, uh, we don't really give a shit for Real. It's, it's keep everyone fit for the Champions League final, keep them in match eight. That's yeah. all they're interested in. Yep, 
it, that that's it. And they're not the only champions because, as we know, uh, PSG have won have won League One again. Uh, Bayern, we, yeah, Bayern. Uh, well, that's our main topic, so we'll 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 hang on to we'll that one. Back. Arsenal did what they had to do today. They won two nil against West Ham women. Unfortunately, Chelsea did what they had to do against Man United women. Uh, they are the women's Super League champions again by one point. Oh yeah, and I, I have to. There is a fantastic goal in that game from Sam, Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr. Which, oh yeah, that's all anybody is talking about is that goal from Sam Kerr. Oh yeah, I, I was watching this with my dad earlier, and we just went, "Whoa!" and incredible. And, 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 and fair play, fair play. I mean, it was one point. They did one point better than us. It doesn't yeah. mean we did bad, but it means we don't have the title no. and we had to qualify. And, and Arsenal's women have to qualify for the Champions League. I mean, it, it's like, the you know, Liverpool and City are so good. It's basically going to come down to maybe who has little bits of luck over the season. And then that's, you know, it's not saying the one club is better or worse than the other or that they should finish above or be, but they are so closely matched. It just comes down to little bits of luck, maybe not, not being quite on form in one game. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And then that's it. And I know what that one game was. You know what? Yes. Was? I know what that one game was. It was the North, the first North London Derby because Spurs pulled out. A, they managed to draw us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Against all expectations. Com- so, yeah, and the commentator was going on about that last week in the North London Derby. Yeah. They're going well, to be well, we, 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 we comfortably won that one, but yes. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, uh, it should be noted that both Jonas Idaval and Mikel Arteta had now signed contract extensions at Arsenal. Jonas Idaval, of course, the, the women's uh, head coach, for those not in the know. Yeah, oh, and you should say the, uh, the women's uh, Premier League 2 won – by Liverpool. Say so again. The 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 women's pre- second women's Premier League, the, the second division. Oh, is that the, right? The, oh, so Liverpool's, Liverpool's coming. Won, yep. Liverpool's coming back. Parade, up. The trophy was paraded last. Uh, in fact, on last night against when halftime against Spurs. Well, and I, you know I, who I, I, I have to admit that uh, I did not know that because uh, my app does not cover that. <laughs> so. No, but. And you know who else has signed a new contract, Jeff? You might have seen this one. Uh, Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. Till oh, 2026. I saw that. Wow. Uh, you can see the delight in the rest of the league for that one. And uh, Pep Guardiola is apparently looking for an extension as well. My God, we have an incredible four years ahead of us if that happens. Uh, by the way, Liverpool women will be uh, replacing Birmingham City women in the Women's Super League. This oh, these teams were awful this year, weren't they? If I remember rightly, uh, three wins, two losses, seventeen. Uh, excuse me, three wins, two draws, seventeen losses. Ouch. Yeah, uh, Leicester City women not much better, but they they survive because only one team drops in a in a twelve team league. Mm-hmm. Uh, four wins, one draw, seventeen losses. That pretty much kind of matches how uh, how their men's team is doing because. <laughs> I, I I cannot see a future with Brendan Rodgers at the helm of Leicester City at this point. Oh, my Lord. They were awful again. How do you lose to Everton at the moment? Because Everton are a 
a terrible side right They won there. two in a row, though. And I know. They, and they beat Chelsea. Let's not forget. Hey, on. Let's have one of my moments of the season here. You know, Everton came to Anfield to waste a bit of time to break the game up. You know, so halfway through the first half, Jordan Pickford goes and catches a ball, flops down, and gives everyone a smile and a wink. Last minute, ball pumped into the area. Alison Becker catches it, falls to the floor. The cop absolutely goes. I, I, nuts. I, I, I didn't see it that. It was beautiful. I, I, beautiful. I, I, I didn't see that. But he lived those moments. But. Uh... Yeah, I, I just do not see a uh, a future at Leicester City for Brendan Rodgers the way this is going. And you know what? That's going to be fucking karma because of how he left Celtic. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you're, not, you're not bitter at all, are you? <laughs> Why should I be? We have Andrew Posakoglu. We have Kyogo. Exactly. We have exactly. Kyogo Furuhashi. We have, Di- well, okay, we have Jota, Dyson Maeda, and Cameron Carter-Vickers. Until the end of the season. So, hey, uh, uh, special message to Benfica, Tottenham Hotspur, and Yokohama F. Marinos. Help your boys out here. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but who did, who did Brendan leave you with in charge? Neil Lennon. <sighs> you know what? I, again, I, again, yeah, he won more trophies for Celtic, but he had no business being the Celtic manager in 2020. <laughs> No, not at all. I mean, he was fine in the past, but no, he is behind the time, so to speak, on this. And talking this gone, we should say commiserations to friends of the show, Partick Thistle, for losing in the playoffs to Inverness Cali Thistle. Oh, no. Up, oh, so they're down, yeah. they're so they're sticking down in the... Uh... They're sticking down. Yeah, oh. my, my, good friend, my good friend Michael, who uh, who's a big fan, says that he it was beyond his expectations for the season anyway, but you know what the hell. Oh, how, how about our other friend uh, of uh, uh, what what one Ian Hepburn? Ian Hepburn, hello. <laughs> so uh, hey, you know, how about that? Uh, in in other news, uh, speaking of the playoffs, uh, the championship playoffs have been set. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Nottingham Forest, who has been one of the stories of the season, uh, could only draw hulls, so they fell to fourth. So the championship playoffs are now set. Uh, Fulham stormed the league. They won it. So congratulations, Tony Cobb. The, the number of goals they scored was ridiculous. 106 goals in total. I don't see much like that. You know, and, and uh, um, the the goal scoring record, the individual goal scoring record, was broken too, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Mitrovic. Yeah, yeah. By Mitrovic, boy, they they may be fun next year. Um, I'm... Bournemouth took second because they beat both uh, Nottingham Forest and Millwall this week. So yeah, uh, could finish this season for them. Yeah. So your your uh, your uh, championship playoffs are going to be Huddersfield Town versus Luton Town. God, I remember when Luton Town were nearly extinct not too long ago. Yeah, I re- I remember them winning the League Cup. So this is how far back go against Arsenal, funny enough. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, Nottingham Forest will have Sheffield United. I don't know when. When are those games? Ha- oh, here we go. Oh, they t- start this Friday. Yeah, I was going to say it's got to be usually this week. Yeah, this Friday. Yeah. Oh wow, Th- those are coming in quick succession too. So, uh, yeah, those are going to be fun. But uh, also, we need to speak of other another team in green. 
John. Let, um, let's do this. The Not Se- Plymouth Argyle. <laughs> the Seattle Sounders became, oh my Lord. became the first ever Major League Soccer uh, club to win the CONCACAF Champions League. And they did it. They did it decisively, 3-0 in Seattle over Pumas, coming from a a, a come-from-behind. They were down 2-0 at at Pumas the week before. They got two penalties, one in in the the dead of stoppage time, and uh, they managed to make that 2-2. 3-0 ass-whooping in Seattle, 5-2 aggregate. Uh, Seattle Center is now the first-ever Major League Soccer team to play – to, that will be going to the FIFA Club World Cup. Yeah, I mean, that is a remarkable story. Given given how strong you know football is in Mexico in particular, absolute you know absolute. Well, it, the, it's the first time. But did you yeah. know, John? I because of this okay. because of this, I learned some shit that I had no idea about. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. First of all, did you know? That in 2020, uh, Liga MX suspended promotion and relegation for five years. What? Uh, have we got a reason here? Uh, I, I, I think they were saying it was something COVID related, but I, I mean, I mean, ne- never, never, uh, you know. N- n- never discount the the uh, the point of fuckery <laughs> in, fo- in football. Uh, yeah, in, in football, but yes, they they did it out of I, I think they did it out of uh, for for uh, COVID. But wow. I, I, I think is it is just absolutely fucking wild. But also, did you know that it seems like that there's going to be. A, a there is a, a a bit of a master plan that they are looking to merge Major League Soccer and Liga MX at some point. Wow, that would be some league. I mean, I I got some mixed feelings. I, I, I would be if it works out. Oh my lord! But okay, so but we all hated the Super League. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, just just now, so I, I would actually watch some of those games. I, you know, whereas I may not tune into to you know an MLS game at all. Right. But, I, mean, but I, 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 I still kind of had to process this a little bit. I, 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 from I still, a US I'm, point of view, it makes a hell of a lot of sense because it's a better class of football coming up, and you know, as long as you're okay in the first few years with the with maybe. The U.S. team is not doing so well, but it would also be ratings gold for you know for whoever's got the got the coverage. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, I kind of had to process this, but uh, yeah, congratulations to the Seattle Sounders. That is an absolutely stellar achievement. Yeah, that. absolutely. And hopefully, you know, as a Liverpool fan, see you there. See you. See you in wherever it is, Qatar next year. I'm assuming. Uh, and also, lastly. Um, on that note, speaking of FIFA, uh, it's been some real fuck FIFA hours around these parts because oh, uh, Johnny Infantino waving away the migrant worker abuses in, in Qatar leading up to the World Cup, but also uh, 
blockchain will be sponsoring the Women's World Cup. Have you, have you got his quote? Yeah. Say again. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got his quote? Have you got his quote on the workers there? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The quote here is. My parents immigrated from Italy to Switzerland. When you give work to someone, even in hard conditions, you give him dignity and pride. You don't have dignity and pride if you're fucking dead. It's such fucking... It, it, it's the bullshit of the powerful way. Yeah, I mean... You know, <laughs> no, no one wants a shit job. No one wants the conditions that those workers have got in Qatar. You know, if, if they're not practically slave labor... They are not doing that job. Yeah, th- th- this can kiss my ass. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I, I guess I, it's some real fuck FIFA hours around here. It, we, it, it's permanent fuck FIFA time around here. Let, let's not be unfair. It always has been since since episode one. I mean, let's face it. It, it, it has <laughs> been since episode one. And if you could see our messages between each other on social media, you know it goes back a lot further than that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But unfortunately, uh, Zoom is fucking with us now. They, 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 they now are making it 40 minutes across the board for any meeting, unless I feel like paying for the, uh, the, the, the pro. So uh, on that note, coming up, today's topic. The Bundesliga. The message for them. There is a message. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, today's topic the Bundesliga problem. As Bayern Munich win their 10th consecutive Bundesliga title, John Jeffrey, ponder what, if anything, the rest of the German league can do to stop D. Roten in the next 10 years. Please stay tuned. <laughs> With the second half of episode 68 of the Busting Balls podcast. Tonight, for your entertainment, we discuss the Bundesliga problem. John and Jeffrey talk Bayern Munich's 10 year winning streak and what can the rest of the Bundesliga do about it? Jeff. Ah, actually, this reminds me of something else that we forgot to discuss, which was St. Pauli threw it away. Oh. Ugh. God Saint, damn it. St. Pauli threw it away. They threw it away. They're spending another year in this fight of Bundesliga. Schalke and Schalke are coming up. I think at this point, I didn't even see today's results. At this point, I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty certain that Werder Bremen will be joining them. I, I think it's quite like, yeah. Um, but, yeah. We, we have, you know, a situation where 
the last manager to you know to win a Bundesliga who didn't manage Bayern has been gone from the Bundesliga for I believe something close to seven years now. You know, we're talking the two-year run of Klopp's Dortmund. Yeah. Back in uh, 2010-11 and 2011-12. You know, where, you know, I believe it was the first of those seasons, Bayern actually finished as low as third. I think 65 points they had that year, which is nuts. But yeah, since then, you know, you look at it, Bayern have blitzed the Bundesliga. There is no other word for it. You know, it's it's in only one of those 10 seasons has anyone been within 10 points of them and they have won it by as much as 25 yeah. in a 34 game season. I, I I am looking at this since, since that time. Yeah, um and prior to that in, in 2008, 2009 it was Wolfsburg. Yeah. Yeah, there, there hasn't, I, I believe, if you go right back through Germany's league history, which I think only goes back to the 60s off the top of my head, if I remember reading Tor, um, which I thoroughly recommend as a history of German football still, even though it might be old. But no one, I believe, has won that many titles on the trot before. And this is a situation, yeah, I, I know it, it, Germany has almost set up that Bayern will be a top club and will be regularly there or thereabouts with, other clubs come through to challenge them. But Germany's, you know, model of ownership, which is, you know, it I believe it's is it fifty-one percent has to be owned by the fans at least. Yes. Something along those lines. That is correct. That is, you know, that would mitigate uh, you know, a, a situation that as in where you've got, you know, in Spain, even in England, in France, you know, and even in Italy, where the richer clubs will run away with things all the time, you know, whereas the rest, everyone else is basically fighting for, you know, a, a good spot on the table and maybe a nice few days out in Europe. But the Bundesliga, it, it, it's supposed to be designed for a little more parity and that is clearly not working because, you know, Bayern have this model, which, you know, someone like even Man City have, um, where... They look around for the best players from the from the other clubs, their challengers, and they just pluck them off one by one. You know, what what can you do at that point? You know, this is why Klopp left Germany because he didn't want to put it work somewhere where he built a club up, and then someone else just comes in and takes the just plucks the players away. Yeah, I mean that, and that is a thing. I mean that 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 is part of Bayern's business model. But I am looking here. I mean, let's face it, Bayern Munich are the dominant team in Germany. I mean, even historically. You know, oh, yeah, what, what are 30 league titles now, somewhere around there? 30. Something like, yeah. And I, I, I'm just looking at this, and I mean, even since the Bundesliga was formed, you know, just, you know, the, the, the Bundesliga as is, even before unification. Yeah, they, they were dominant. You, you had that, you know, Beckenbauer, the size of Beckenbauer and Müller, and Thirty votes, etc. Right. They I mean, won. Bayern Munich. I mean, yeah. Beginning. I mean, they, they won the first title of the Bundesliga per se in nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and they, they, did, they did a double that year, and then they were, you know, through the early seventies, and then that was, you know, and then we got to, you know, it, they were trading it off with uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach for the most point. Oh yes, you know? but 
I mean, let's face it, 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 Bayern Munich being the dominant team in Germany is not news. What is news no. is the fact that they have done this with, you know, for the last decade, there is never, there, nobody else ha, ha, has plucked it out from them. Yeah, I mean, I think roughly between 69 and, say, 20, 2012, it was it was running a, a basically Bayern, I think, must have averaged a title every other year, something along those lines. Yeah. Um, roughly, and then just since then, it's it's just mon- it's it's a monolithic dominance that, that you know only I think it was it Juve <laughs> matched over in Italy as with their you know their decade of success with which was obviously down to the the Calciopoli consequences really yeah but yeah but but there there are no extenuating circumstances here uh, you know, <laughs> from. That have changed the landscape. You know, there, there has been no sudden super injection of petrochemical cash or of you know, <laughs> or or of other clubs being fined and lost because you know, Klopp's buying Klopp's Dortmund were a comeback side. You know, from when Dortmund were on their knees, yeah, you know, when they were bankrupt essentially, yeah. So this is <laughs> really not a new situation. I mean, the thing is. No one is coming to really challenge them on on any sort of consistent basis. You know, I I was having a look at it. What you've had, there's only three or four sides in that time have had over 70 points in the league. I think there was um, Dortmund in 15 16. um, You know, but that their reward was to get within 10 points. And and, you know, by them putting up, were putting up the, you know, they, they were. Shattering Bundesliga records, you know. Uh, I think it was Frank Side won the title at the earliest ever point, which was the 20, 20 match day 28 or whatever they want to call it. Um, and, and that broke their own record from the previous year. They are winning the title, you know, earlier than anyone has ever won. It's unprecedented. So, but I want the thing that I got is given Bayern's business model, which is, you know, but by the big player from the other club, or frankly, you know, if it's someone like Carland, someone like City will come in for him as they have. How do you build anyone to challenge Bayern when the business model does not sort of effectively give you any means to resist them? I mean, and that's true. And and that is true. And then you know the the the, the closest story you have to like any sort of petrochemical, as you mentioned, would be Leipzig. Yeah, Leipzig. As we have pointed out on this program, at several junctures, Leipzig have never won a goddamn thing. Nope, uh, despite, they are despite all the money. Apparently, the rest of the Bundesliga hates Leipzig because they yes. you know because. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're a corporate team. Well, guess what? You know, he, he, here's a, he, here's a funny story. So are half of the other teams in the Bundesliga. They just, you know, <laughs> they started out as like the company team. You know, Wolfsburg was Volkswagen's team. You know, yeah. Is it Pfizer Dortmund? I think uh, that I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, Bayer Leverkusen. I mean, the corporate logo for Bayer is, for Bayer is right in their badge. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. Let's let, let's get real here. 
But yeah, no, you want to go slightly further? PSV Eindhoven in in the Netherlands, Philips, the freaking electronics company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're the ones. I think aren't they the one that are supposed to be the People's Club, or is that that's fine, or is that Feyenoord? I think it's fine. Um, I, I, I would think it's. Me, me, anyway, the, but anyway, yeah. the, the, the point is, is that you know, I I think there's this boogeyman about Leipzig, and it's like Leipzig have never won anything. They can't even beat Rangers. <laughs> over You're two not legs. About that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I'm track Frankfurt. I guess only hope to rescue the season at this point. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I'm just, yeah, it's gross. Anyway, the point is, but I mean, I mean, but even then, you know, Bayern got shocked in the Champions League by, you know, Villarreal. So they, they, they can be beaten. It's just, can they be beaten over a 34 game season? Yeah, I mean, then they're not, Bayern aren't going to miss chances like they did against Villarreal. They are not going to face sides as well organized as Villarreal are. You know, it's it, it, they, they're going to score goals for fun until Lewandowski <laughs> retires or fades badly. Let's face it, because well, I the mean, guy we're, is, we're already hearing rumors that Lewandowski may be leaving Bayern at the end of the season. Yeah, and who replaces him? That'd be an interesting question. Maybe that will kind of help equalize things because it it doesn't seem to me, you know, with you. Know, BBB, as you said, the, the I don't know if it's been confirmed, but there there is extreme rumor that Man City have agreed a deal in principle for Erling Brecht Haaland. Yeah, which that, that's another question. Yeah, because that, that that that's another question. Because where where do you put Holland? Because they don't play a traditional number nine at Man City. Maybe they adopt their style. You know, maybe they need they, there is someone there to focus it, but. Then again, is Erling Brett Haaland becoming injury prone because he's missed a fair few games this year? Yep, that much is true, and you could see and in, in, you could tell in in uh, the record in, in in Dortmund's record. Yeah, it, I mean, it, who, it, yeah. I mean you, and, and you think that Dortmund would be the logical answer to the question? Well, who can finally upend you know Bayern? Yeah. But the fact is, is that have you actually? You know, actually watching, actually watching by uh, Borussia Dortmund puts paid to that because they are so inconsistent. It's not even funny. Yeah, and they are. What I think they've been runs up some like six or seven times in there. Let me. Uh, yeah, because you had. Yeah, yeah, you had Wolfsburg and Schalke and Leipzig get to come with a couple of three, but yeah, Dortmund have been the most consistent. For want of a better word, challenges for that whole decade. Oh yeah, but you know, it, it, but I mean, it, even so, I mean, even if we just keep it to when the Bundesliga itself was formed, you know, um, you know, just keeping it to when the Bundesliga itself was formed, which was 1963, uh, Dortmund have only won it five times since then, yeah. versus. Yeah. Bayerns, who and hold on, math is hard. Yeah, uh, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Thirty. Thank you. <laughs> I, I did say that. I was what? Damn, one out. 
<laughs> yeah, there were, yeah, 31 times. They're, 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 they've actually won at 32, but that was in the old system. Because their only other league title prior to the Bundesliga era was in 1932. Yeah, then frankly, if the it's really worth looking at German football's history to see how nuts that system was. Uh, yeah, German football history, is, I mean, compared to England, English football history, English football history, which is pretty straightforward. Yeah, it has to you, be said. Say again. FA Cup then, uh, 87, 88, 87, 88 onwards. League system, nice and easy. Yeah, but, yeah, and then, yeah, the, the, the German system is just, whew, like, you know, believe it or not, Dortmund is not even in second place for all-time German titles to, to, uh, to Bayern. That, that, that falls to uh, Nuremberg, but the, but the last time they won it, was in 1968, and that was their their only title win in the Bundesliga era. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, they, they have not been good for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and Schalke, Schalke, the last time they won the title was in 1958. Jeez, see, yeah, I thought given that they've been there, they've been somewhere in, in the top four for so long, you'd have thought maybe they they just sneaked something in that time, but no. It, yeah, there there is no. Again, this is this is our problem. It, it's so tough to build that challenger to to buy in. It's I I don't see how you do it without someone you know suddenly getting an influx of cash cash and suddenly finding they've got a clock type manager on their hands who can bridge that gap the the resource gap. Yeah. Now, I mean, it, it's. But I mean, it, what, what makes it maddening is that you know they they always you know the the they always say that there's only two teams in Spain. It's you know Real and 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 Barcelona. Uh, yeah. it, it's you know there's only two teams in Scotland: Celtic and Rangers. You know, yeah. um, which that, let's let's face it, that one's pretty freaking accurate. Absolutely, yeah. But and always has been. If you go into the entire history of Scottish football. Yeah, and apart from I believe the Alex Ferguson years, that and apart from that, yeah. it's been all the Celtic Rangers. Yeah, I mean Rangers have fifty-five titles, Celtic fifty-one. I mean, yeah, I, I know, but you know, you know, Aberdeen and Hearts, both Aberdeen, Hearts, and 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 Hibs all have four, and the last time any of those won was in nineteen eighty-five for Aber- Aberdeen. Yep. Uh, Other than that, it has literally been Celtic or Rangers. Now we're getting to this point in Germany, except it's only one team. Yeah, it, it's it's a monopoly. It's and I, I don't can it, uh, are there any kind of rule changes that, that can they make? I don't think there are because you can't handicap Bayern, and let's face it, Bayern would politically be able to. Maybe not block it, but to mitigate any effects of any changes. Yeah, I mean, what can, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could do a salary cap, maybe, but I mean that even so, you do it as a proportion of income. Bayern is still kicking your ass. Yeah, this exactly. And and the thing is, Bayern is pretty much guaranteed Champions League money every year, and very few other clubs, maybe you know Dortmund at the tops. Get that top four. 
Yeah. <laughs> on such a consistent basis. Well, and, and, you know, and the thing that, that is awful is that on the whole, the Bundesliga is a fantastic league. You know? Oh, it's a thoroughly entertaining league. And you, I think we come back to it is the club that you can see. <laughs> and and the thing is, who it, it's a case of Germany case of who do you hate more? Do you hate the Bayern, the club that always wins everything? Or do you hate the possibility of Leipzig? You yeah, know, it, it's kind of strange. Because, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's weird. Money. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because, I mean, Leipzig, again, you know, for all the hate that Leipzig gets, they have never won a damn thing, <laughs> you know, in the, in, yeah, in the entire history. I mean, they, they, they didn't even, I don't even think they, I'm looking at, at the results on, on Wikipedia because they have, <laughs> they have the East German League. And Leipzig yeah. never won anything that, you know, no club from Leipzig that I can see ever won. The, oh, I take that back. In 1950, Kemi Leipzig, but that they don't even exist anymore. No. It, it's, they have the same thing as why, why you know, obviously the fans of Chelsea and Man City love them, but it's because they got a shortcut to the top. You know, people, yeah. people... People will admire clubs that you know they get to the top under their own steam, that they build something, you know, something sustainable over a long time. But you know, you suddenly get you know get someone who's got the the keys to the executive elevator and they go straight to the penthouse suite. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's it, it, it's a sense of fair play, which football fans do rather like, you know, apart unless it's your team getting the money half the time, but We'll bypass that one slightly. Right. Um, because <laughs> let's face it, <laughs> we, we all know, and no one's turning down, or very few clubs have the morality and ability to turn down and it's a sudden influx of cash. Right. But I mean, you know, but I mean, even, even then, I mean, I mean, if you look at the previous day, actually, yeah, if you look at the previous decade, we had teams that could top Bayern. We had Borussia Dortmund, obviously. We had Werder. I mean, it, Borussia Dortmund won in two thousand two. Yeah, we had Werder Bremen. Yep. We had Stuttgart. We had Wolfsburg. And yeah. and, and, and then and, Klopp's two Dortmund yeah. wins. And Dortmund, Dortmund, in between that tight win two thousand two and twenty, they they were the last team to try and build something to top you know to to build a almost a dynasty. And they, you know, Icarus stuff. You know, yeah, and, they, they, and then what happened? And they, yeah, they and, got and, in. And they sold Robert Lewandowski. Yeah. And lo and behold, there's your decade. But the, yeah, the interesting thing is, if Lewandowski leaves, do uh, Bayern suddenly vulnerable? You know, here's the thing is that they're not the only, that's not the only player I'm hearing rumors about. Because there's a rumor yeah. that Spurs are maybe going in for Serge Gnabry. How, that's Serge X Gunnar Gnabry. Indeed. Yeah, <laughs> this is a topic that comes up frequently in this house. <laughs> <laughs> remember remember, oh, remember when God. Tony Pulis said he wasn't good enough to play at whatever club <laughs> Tony, oh, at West Brom? West Brom. Oh, Lordy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When uh, but they've got Chupo Moting, who's an ex-Stoke player there, haven't they, at the minute? So it's like, holy oh, lord. You know, it, you know, and that's the thing, too. I mean, maybe, it, you know, it's the quality of their their coaching and their their, their their training. Because look at these. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking about players that did wash out of the Premier League and they're on fire. They go to Bayern. But here's the thing, though, is that Bayern is also an aging team right now. This is what I'm looking at. They you know, literally, they, just this week, they re-signed Thomas Muller to another two-year deal. Tom, Thomas Muller? Dear God, this, now I've got to look at 18. So God, he's going to be 33 at the start of next but early next season, Manuel Neuer's thirty six, of course. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, okay, sure. So you know, they they basically, I mean, Bayern transitioned seem almost seamlessly from, you know, uh, Oliver Kahn to Manuel Neuer. Okay, there were a couple of keepers in between there, but you know, yeah. yeah so obviously Lewandowski's all. Um, I mean, let, let's run sorry, pa- Benjamin Pavard is fairly young. Serge Nabry's still, still a decent, you know, still entering the prime of his career. Right. But Lewandowski, but Lewandowski has been part of that Bundesliga. I mean, it has been a, a huge, huge part of that decade of dominance. I mean, Lewandowski is also the Bundesliga's top scorer for six of those years. Oh, yeah. O- 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 only missing out to uh, Stefan Kiesling. Alexander Meyer and some guy you may have heard of on this program before named Pierre Emmerich Aubameyang. Yeah, whatever happened to him? <laughs> so I mean, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure Lewandowski's going to win the Golden Boot this year too. Yes, if Lewandowski leaves Bayern, that oh, who fills in those go- who who fills in a, who? How do you get a 41 goal scorer? To replace Robert Lewandowski, you know, maybe that's the big question here. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know if Bayern were looking at you know maybe Erling Brett Haaland before um, City came in from before you know he got out of their price range, but he would be the only obvious candidate I think to replace that number of goals. You know, other than that, your idea, I think, is just spreading them through the team. Um, maybe getting in. You, it, Bayern have to have an eye on succession planning, you'd have thought. But I haven't heard any rumours, and I've been looking at them. Yeah, of all clubs that would need a succession plan, yes, Bayern Munich would be the one. Because, but I mean, you know, even then, I mean, Dortmund, they had a chance, and they, they blew it. Because they yeah. look at this, they're about to sell Holland. They sold John Sancho to Man U, which has turned into a fantastic waste of time for everybody. Everybody involved, <laughs> apart from Dortmund's bank manager. Well, apart from him, um, yeah, and and you know everyone's going to be looking at Jude Bellingham because I, I think we've come to a point where. Clubs are clubs are looking at you know at Dortmund are going, you know the bigger clubs are looking at Dortmund going, yeah, the, they they will bring players through and we will we will happily take those players from them, which again stops anyone getting close to Bayern. Yeah, I, I think we we're in a situation at the moment where it is near impossible for anyone to touch Bayern. Because of fact, that factor within Germany, and because clubs are, you know, are, are becoming smarter about where they're looking to buy from, and they they know what they're getting from, you know, from a Dortmund player. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of this, there's a lot of, uh, shall we say, fatalism in the Bundesliga because of this, because... Yeah, the, because the other teams they can't hang on to players because they either get bought by Bayern or somewhere else. I mean, is that maybe part of what needs to happen? Is clubs start needing to get a spine and just saying no? This is yeah. our uh, player, uh, and we need this player. Can you get a club with the economic conditions to be able to resist a bid like that? Because part of Dortmund's business model is. Buy, you know, buying low, buying, you know, your, your Bellinghams, your Sancho's, even your Lewandowski's back in the day and selling high. Can you get to a point where their business model does not depend on big transfers out? Um, it's difficult because, again, I believe you know, German clubs have a resistance. Uh, it's, again, generally, I believe in German society, there is a resistance to fueling doing anything with debt. So yes. clubs are not particularly prepared to go into debt to do to you know to take a short term the short a short term hit yeah, for and, the champion. Yeah, and the fifty plus one rule won't allow that either. No, not at all. So yeah, it, it's it, it's why I think as I said earlier, the only club I can see maybe getting into a consistent without a bind decline which we may see the only club I can see getting to consistent position charges may be Leipzig because they have the Red Bull money there. But, but historically uh, so far they haven't done jack shit with it. No, not at all. And again, they're not a particularly popular. And again, they have their players picked off from, from time to time by bigger clubs. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, look at Bayer Leverkusen and, and Leipzig both lost players at Chelsea, you know, a season or two ago. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, can you imagine a Bundesliga that still had Timo Werner and Kai Havertz in it? Yes. Oh, oh my Lord. You'd, you'd want it. But, and again, but again, you look at that, our, our, you know, Chelsea and Chelsea and United have been largely burnt by their Bundesliga signings. Kai Havertz is coming good now, but, uh, Timo Werner, he has not had a good time at Chelsea. Jan Sancho, it's more a function of Man United, I think. But he has been, he has struggled at United this year, despite looking brilliant. Maybe it's going to come across that teams are not going to look at those Bundesliga, not going to gamble on the Bundesliga players because you know they know they're going to have to pay good money for them. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. I mean, I I mean, one thing we all know is that historically dynasties have to end. I mean, it's just the the way of history. Yeah. <laughs> Ozymandias by Shelley. Yes, look at my work, mighty in despair. Yeah, we're classy on this podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> Very cultured, but uh, yeah, I don't. It's you know, we're gonna see, we're gonna see what happens. And uh, I, all I know is, is I mean, it, Bayern's time will come uh, where, you know, they're going to drop a, a league title. But right now it looks later rather than well, soon. When, when is it going to come next year? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes things, the circumstances just fall out of clear. And 
it ha- I think it'll have to be when Lewandowski either <laughs> either fa- falls over, his legs fall off, or you know, <laughs> or, or he's sold. Or he's sold, which is you know, well maybe the likelier one. So. Yeah. All right. Well, on this, you have been listening to episode 68 of the Busting Balls podcast. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You have been listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls, or the PWOM podcast network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only and you can find us on spotify search busting balls podcast hey i have something i need to shout out real quick before we end this uh shout out shout ooh, yeah let's try that again shout out to my honeys hometown club of stalzhezhev they stormed the polish druga liga this season uh, they have already won it with uh, two games to go. And furthermore, uh, they are promoted into the Perschva Liga. And I know I'm mispronouncing that. Sorry, babe. Uh, for the that, that would be the equivalent of the championship in Poland for the first time in 28 years. Wow. So uh, uh, unfortunately, their, their, their local rivals, uh, Resobia, made it into uh the the Paris for Liga last season and they're gonna remain there because they, they're finishing mid table there. But I mean this is a club whose only real uh, you know whose only you know tangible achievement in Polish league football was winning the Polish Cup in nineteen seventy five. Man come on. So, <laughs> Derby uh, game next year. This is what we want. Uh, yeah. So uh congratulations to Stal Zhezhov. Uh so uh with that, uh, John, do you have any last words? I do. I, I would like, you know, while, while the quadruple is still on, I would like us all to hold one, one a, a short silence in memory of Man United's magnificent <laughs> season oh, as, it, as it sputters to a tawdry end. So, you know, listeners, take one minute, contemplate. I think that uh, you probably yeah. haven't stopped laughing now. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that next episode is going to be our, our Premier League grades of the season. And uh, you, you all may be shocked to know, man, you may not be scoring very well. <laughs> because, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know what? I, I, I'm pretty sure that, like I said, I'm pretty sure that our next episode is going to come after the end of the Premier League season. We will give our final grades for the season. Um, some of the answers may surprise you. So, uh, with that, uh, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good night.